what's happening in Springfield. It's 24 minutes past the hour. Coming to you live on KTIM Radio. I am Tim. I'll be with you all night playing hot stacks of wax from the top of the racks. Give me a call at 1-800-244-2888. Or that's 1-800-BIG-BUD. All right. Let's go suck some toes. What's happening, sports fans? My name is Tim. Thank you guys for tuning into episode 32 of the Pilsner Podcast. The 32nd rendition, and we are all in studio tonight. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. What up? Tim, you got the big boy board going over there tonight. Yeah, so the board is sweet. We got a new board, a sound board. Um, There's some humming in the background, and I got to learn how to fix that. I'm not picking it. I don't hear it. I don't hear it in my headphones. You will hear it on the live play. Oh, so the listeners are going to hear it. Definitely. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Hey, is this your favorite song to open with? I think so. I feel like we've done this this song a number of times. Large well, we bounce between Sam and Dave a lot, and I think I'm just gonna pick one of the songs to be our routine theme song for like the, up to episode 100 or something. Then yeah. then you'll mix it up. I think so. <laughs> so let's get Beer Stravaganza 2017 started. We've we got, got about 14 different beers tonight, backed up from a couple weeks of not doing it. And these are all sample beers. These aren't even meant to be like. Background beers. Right. So let's get started. Number one out of what do we have tonight? You know, we don't have to do them all in one night, guys. No, that's, <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we could. Uh, we're starting with uh, this is a homebrew from Tim Brewery. Tim Brewery. This it's, is uh, uh, Rick and Rob Tim out of Fairfax and I think Gaylord area. It's uh, my neighbor's brother's. <laughs> Your dad's neighbor's brothers. Yeah, they're my neighbors. Well, you know what I mean, though. But it, let's really extend it out. Um, yeah, so this one in particular is a Belgian white ale called Blue Loon. Uh, so where do you think they got that name for a Belgian white ale? I don't know. They might uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't even I see don't know. That. So what's it got for info on there? Uh Got a blue loon. Steve Steve's <laughs> brew shop, it says on it. Oh, that must be where they get their gear or something or where they got their labels. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't that one of the guys' names, Steve? No. Oh. Rick and Rob. Weren't you listening to the dude's story? Well, let's Google Steve's brew shop. Well, I think what's it got for info? It's on not there? on any of the other. There's ones. no info. That's it. There is no can read. There's no <laughs> bottle read. So what you're saying is uh pregnant women can probably drink this beer. Yeah, it does say that it's 12 <laughs> ounces. <laughs> Thank you. Not meant for distribution. What's the IBU? Doesn't say. What's the ABV? Doesn't say. Let's drink. There's no little slogan for a can read either. <laughs> but it is a Belgian white ale. Let's give her a shot. Yeah, for now. I mean, it's up with them. It tastes just like, uh, what's it, Blue Moon? Blue Moon. It tastes just like Blue Moon. Very similar. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, for what it is, it's not bad. Right. It's not my, I mean, not to sound like a sissy, but if it had an orange slice or something in it, it'd probably help it a little bit. Set it off a little bit? Set it off a little bit, yeah. It's not bad. They did a good job on this one. for Totally drinkable. For what it is, yeah. I would drink it. If it was there, I'd definitely grab one. Yep. So where does that rank on our scale? I would not go out of my way to get this. Well, good thing, because (laughs) it's not out for distribution. Uh, I'm going to give this one uh, a three. It's solid. I'm I'm at two and a half. That's a fine. Out of five, and we should say our our ranking system goes from, right, currently goes from zero to five with points in the middle. You know, zero being I would literally not take a second sip all the way to number five. This is a priority. I will go out of my way for it. Yeah, I'd give it a solid two and a half. Yeah, I'm at two and a half right now for this. And, yeah, it's good. I like it. What a deal. One down, <laughs> eight to go. <laughs> that, two, bo- that bottle's cash now, right? Just so everyone knows, we do we have three bottles of the homebrew, one of each. So we're yeah, each, so we split. We had four ounces each yeah, of that one. Yeah, we're each so sampling we're not, four, flight. four ounces of Yeah, it's like, yeah, exactly three, like Tim said. We're doing a flight. Three homebrews. We should move on to the second homebrew. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. You're our can read. <laughs> uh, can reader in chief. Boundary Waters Wheat, Tim Brewery. Is it, doesn't it say ale on there? No. 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 Oh. So this is another wheat. It's a mystery. Yeah. Because, like, a Belgian white is generally a it's wheat. It's generally a wheat, wheat beer, too. So, give her a whirl. <laughs> pour, pour one out. Ooh. Ooh, much different color. I like that darkness. It's yeah, it's much darker than the than the white ale. It yep. looks like the a white ale was definitely very pale blonde, and this one is very malty looking. It almost looks like a rye, but it's it's wheat. It, it's according to the label. This one you can tell is going to be a little bit stronger. Tim Brothers Brewing, Boundary Waters Wheat. I actually enjoy this one a little bit more. Neither of them have much on the nose. Yeah, I'm not. I'm has, not loving this one. Really? I mean, I don't love it per se either. But it's kind of I like coffee stouty. No, it's not. No, it's not at all. But I do like this one a little bit more than the than the white ale. It reminds me of that bad uh, nitro one that we had. Really? Yeah. Do you want to go get a nitro out and try? I feel like it? the color throws you off. No, this it's, is it's the taste. <laughs> this reminds me more of a. You know what it actually reminds me of is the Mankato Brewery Nut Brown Ale. But this yeah. has, this has a little sharper taste on that I'm though just, at the end. I'm almost tasting almost nothing but carbonation. I'm not getting a whole lot of flavor, I'm not going to lie. I'm getting a little bite at the end, and that's yep, that's, that's it. what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think there's some malts coming through at the end. Yep. And I think the malts are the flavor you don't like, Tim. It could be. could be. I love hops. I know that. Right. Hoppier, the better. And that's um, why I'm excited to have this mystery one next. Maybe it's going to be hoppy. <laughs> So our third home, oh, we should give this one a score. 
Um, I, I'm giving this one a one out of five. Ooh, I'm giving it a two point seven. Ooh, you're going up. Yeah. I'm gonna give it this. A, I liked it a little more than the. I'm gonna give this one a three point two. Ooh, nice. See, this is your kind of beer, though, Corey. It's Tim. Let's be honest. All what? types of beer are my type of beer. Keystone next week, guys. <laughs> and last but not least. I want more. It's called I Want More. That's, that's what this one is called. That's, it's a mystery to me. That's a house beer if I've yep, ever heard that's, of it. With no description whatsoever. We don't know if this is... Uh, what this is. Well, I think the intention was, well, it's for them, and they know what it is. Well, probably. You know? Well, then why'd they bother putting it names on the other ones? I'm trying to get a smell on this, but we've used the same glass now for three different beers, so... I don't think my smell is my, the smell that I'm getting is true. This looks just a hair darker than like your average American, like light beer. Yeah. Lager style. Yeah. That's basically what this looks like, but it doesn't smell like it though. But I don't know if that's because I had the residue from the other stuff in my glass. (laughs) Tim made a face. No. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh. Um it's got kind of like a sugary taste to it. Floral. Yeah. But not in a hoppy floral no, way. No, not in a hoppy floral way. Like grandma's perfume spilled into the vat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's uh I'm not sure if I want more. Yeah, it's interesting. I go one and a half on this one. One and a half is if that's all that's left. I feel bad. Yeah, point nine. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with a one. I wouldn't buy it. Wouldn't order it again. Right. I wouldn't do any of that. That's why I'll finish it. Yeah. Because it's only four ounces. <laughs> And looks like Tim is tapping out on that one. Yep, I, I don't know if I can finish this one either. I was Even pumped it was just for that one. I was really well. You guys were taking small, small ones. Mine were way taller than yours. By the time it got to me, <laughs> you poured first on the first one. Yeah. Um. So yeah. there we have it from the Tim Brewery. Yep. I will say, just in general, home brewers. I give it to them for trying. If that's your hobby and it's like what you like to yeah. do, totally cool. In general. Homebrews like they they're amateurs for a reason, right? And like professional breweries that are actually putting out production beer I, are. I've, I've never had somebody's homebrew and said, "Wow, <laughs> you should sell this." Right? Never. And, you know, I've I, they've all been about like this. Like, yeah, it's not bad. Good job. I mean, it's beer. Shout out to you guys for doing it, uh, right? Because I'm not I'm not doing it. Don't quit your day jobs. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. None taken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Interesting. Hopefully hopefully there's no offense taken. um, 
Yeah. What uh, do you guys want to do next? Let's let's take a quick safe break and <laughs> come back with NASCAR. <laughs> All right. Vroom, 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 NASCAR. NASCAR. Yeah, giggity. Okay, we're all in studio. Uh, we got to w- make up for week four. Andy, you won. Corey, you lost. Uh, oh, I should just put this out there, too. I won last week, and as it stands right now, we all have ten points. All three of us. Ten points? Yeah, I decided uh, we're going to start keeping track. First place is three points. Second place is okay, two like points. Okay, like on a weekly basis? Yeah, and then the, we'll figure out something for end of the year overall winner. But what about the points like that add up? Weekly in the league. Yeah, we have points in the league. That add up over time. Okay, that's league points, but this is a separate thing we're doing. (laughs) That you just made up. Fair enough, Tim. (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) All right, so... (laughs) We're doing this way now, Corey. Oh, we're doing it all. Um, I bet... Yeah, because we're tied with wins and losses between the three of us. It's just solely based on wins and losses. Three points for first, two points for second, one point for first. Other way around, but yeah. You just said one point for first. It's three points. Right. That's what I meant. Well, you could do one point for first, and then it would just be low score. score, like golf. Okay, fuckers. You could call Um, it NAS golf. Hello. Okay, yeah, you can hear me. Um, So, Andy, you won week four. Corey, you lost. Andy, do you have a punishment ready to go? I don't. I don't really have a good punishment. My, My last one was just so good. The Bachelor thing? The Bachelor thing was so good that it was I hard to live up to him. Last night uh, was mentioned to me again about my love <laughs> for The Bachelor. I'm glad that's stuck in with you, and that's been such a good punishment. Yeah, Tim's um, grandma we, last we, night was like, <laughs> you really like The Bachelor. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, you really like well, MacGyver. She, and then she asked how the podcast Gunsmoke. was going. I said, well, that's why I had to watch. And she's like, yeah, I'm a listener. So, Shut up. <laughs> she downloads. Yep. Yeah. Um, on her landline. So we talk on a group text about how second place is really where you want to be because yeah, coming up to- with a punishment is kind of punishment in itself because it's not easy. Well, so you started being a dick about them, so they were nice and fun little, you know, we're like one step away from like shaving eyebrows at this point. With your- <laughs> I know. It's like, where do we well, That was not that. We have to come over and watch WrestleMania, Corey. And we're not watching the pre-show. Right. And everybody agrees that I'm letting you guys off easy by having you come over for WrestleMania. I don't know. That's an entire Who's everybody? night. That's an entire yes. night that I'm not at work. You know, I got the day off. I want to just hang out and do what I want to do. Right. No, you got to watch eight hours of TV you don't want to watch. Sounds like a great Sunday. Get. Anyway, so my punishment is letting you off easy, Corey. All right. And I just want to have a conversation with you. You know how, like, when a dad, like, the worst thing a dad can say to you for, like, punishment-wise is just, like, you know, I'm just disappointed in you. And that's that's how I feel, Corey. I'm just disappointed with your fantasy NASCAR skills. This is my punishment. This is your punishment. You have to live with the fact that I'm just, like, disappointed in you. Tim's over there like, what the hell? Well, no, it's because I kind of came up with the mean one <laughs> for Andy. And so I'm like, oh, fuck, I should just do this. Can so, I just say? So, Corey, I want you to just, like, remember, like, when you're going through your day tomorrow or the next couple of days, just be like, shit, Andy's just disappointed with me. I will. But I want you to remember that 
three weeks ago, you said, I'm not going to lose again, or I'm not going to lose. Yeah, I mean. And that... you've lost two out of them three <laughs> weeks since then now. And what's worse is I haven't gotten second, which is the prime real estate. That's right. You've gotten second the first week. Right, but I'm saying since um, oh, yeah. I made that statement. What was your punt? Who did you win the first week or did I? No, I you won. did, and you told me I had to watch WrestleMania. Oh, that's right. Okay, I'm telling you, I'm a good record keeper this time around. You guys, WrestleMania is going to be awesome. Uh, shut just, up. just I'm excited you. for the chicken wings. I'm bringing my own wings. I ate Daniel Bryan got cleared to compete again. Oh yes. my god, Daniel Finally. Bryan, the lumberjack. Like, yeah, he's been out for like two over two years for concussion issues. I know. They, I saw it on Twitter. I'm yeah. like, I bet this is going to be a big deal to Corey. It is a big deal. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so Andy. You lost, and it's my first time winning, and I'm supposed to delve out of punishment. And he's the NASCAR expert. Remember you, when uh, he said he was going to like dominate this because he watches. Uh, do you remember when sports? he said the Vikings were going to go 0 and 13? Um, so 0 and 13. I didn't say which year. Oh, uh, yeah, I got the number of games wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do math well. Um, Andy, do me a favor. Yeah, you got your cell phone right there. Yeah, sure. Open up Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, okay. Your punishment. You have a choice. Okay. For the next All three month. Are open. For the next month, that's through sat- <laughs> Saturday, April 21st at noon. I've said just a hard, there's no discrepancy there. Okay. You get a choice. You have to change your profile picture. Across all platforms of social media. And when you change it, like on Twitter, it says, would you like to post hashtag new profile pic? Yes, you do. And on Facebook, you have to say, change this profile pic. You can't delete your notification. Okay. You get your choice between the following pictures. For an entire month? Yes. (laughs) 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 Wow. Wow, everyone. Yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) You guys should describe to the audience what you're showing me. Well, so I'm not going to say anything about this one because I'm assuming you're going to pick this one. I'm not totally sure. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not sure. So I'll explain these to the listeners. Um, Option A, Andy was... um, was this about ten years ago? Well, probably not. Oh. Um, I mean, at least five, five or six. Okay. So, Andy, what were you? Was that for something for Lisa? Look at the Photoshop brush where you just smudged it up to make it look smoother, and then gave up. I put the beard on there. <laughs> yeah, the beard's not real. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I think Corey put the beard on there. I didn't know that. I, that is not a real beard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's still a picture that we're going with. <laughs> so, so that original picture, <laughs> Corey's got tears running down his face. It's funny. Uh, that original picture came from where? You were doing something for Lisa? No, uh, a friend was doing a college project, and he was doing like a fake movie. Okay. Um, and so, like, I was one of the actors in his fake movie. So we all needed like headshots to promote. The movie. Yeah. And Lisa took pictures for... For that. For that. And that's why you're dressed like that and right. pretty up. I'm in character. So... You look like one of the guys from Twilight. So, I mean, I, I was hungover as fuck that day. I will tell you that. I do not look good in the first place. And then... 
What did you do to it, Corey? So for whatever reason, I came across that photo a, a month or so back <laughs> and shared it with Tim because we were talking about we needed pictures of Andy for the because Andy wasn't on our early original pictures that we had from mm-hmm. our night at the bar. Oh yeah, for the for the we need to social get it on media. Facebook. Yeah, and uh, I somehow come, came across that photo on Andy's Facebook uh, photos, and then I found an app in which you can add beards and like different hairstyles to photos. So I added a beard to Andy in that photo and then sent it to Tim. And apparently Tim just now realized that I added the beard after the fact. I just thought, well, I was going to let you out, too, by saying you can just grow your beard back to what it was. Because I cannot grow a beard like that in the first place. That's why I put it on there. It looked like you could because it's such a bad beard. <laughs> I think he had, I grow a beard. I think you had the neck beard chin strap I, I did a little bit. Yeah. So I was too lazy to shave because I was so hungover. I felt bad for the friend that I was doing this work for. But And then the other photo... Is Andy shirtless? We don't have to describe it. No, yeah, we, we should. Okay. And uh, this was when he got drunk, and at three o'clock in the morning, he was going to decide to give himself a haircut and videotape it while he did so. So it's a screen cap from me, my video, shirtless. To be fair, I've my logic for cutting my own hair at three o'clock in the morning while drunk was if I cut my hair, then it would like have to get warmer. Because the hair was, like, keeping me warm. Like, you wouldn't take your hat off if it was, like, still cold outside, right? So if I got rid of my hair that keeps me warm, then automatically the weather would get warmer. No? No. <laughs> yeah. That's it, the reason I didn't answer. I saw Tim going to the button bar. So. It, d- it didn't work, people. It yeah, did yeah, not work. Obviously. So if you're ever thinking of doing that and that's your reasoning, it doesn't work. I promise you, nobody ever, anywhere, will have that exact reason to do that. Well, you know, I'm a special guy. Uh, so I'm not sure yet. I don't have to decide right now, do I? Uh, by the end of the show, before you leave here tonight. <laughs> okay. So you'll be able to, I'll, l- I'll, listeners will be able to see one of those pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Definitely. <laughs> We should have put it out on a poll on Twitter and let the listeners decide which no, one. No, because they're automatically going to go for this one and for the shirtless one. I want him to have the choice. Because I, I didn't know if he wanted this out there. That's why I said, like, we don't have to talk about it. For an entire month? Oh, yeah. Man, that is so much meaner than me being disappointed in Corey. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it is. That's why when you started doing that, I put my head down. Um, when he said, oh, like, he had told me that he had thought about, like, that was what he was going to do, but he didn't tell me that it was going to be a month. I'm like, oh. A, like, a week I could handle. A month is a long-ass time. Don't lose. I want to have... Um, I also thought about making it this one of these. I mean, <laughs> that's good. This one I, th- I really liked. These are just, of, like, random old people. I typed I, in old people on Google. Yeah. Um, I have... I'm more than willing to do this and accept my punishment. I do have one caveat... That um, if I could ask for that could possibly get me out of this even for like a little while. Um, what if I were to apply for a job? And you know how like job seekers will like look at your social media? Are you going to apply for the job in the next 30 days? It's possible. Mm. No. <laughs> Talk to me when so it happens. You're basically like barring me from applying for jobs for 30 days. Uh, essentially, yeah. <laughs> Don't lose. <laughs> Don't lose. <laughs> Um, no, if, if that were to happen, we'll talk. You can buy your way out of it. Okay. But then we want 
or I guess I'm not saying that will happen. That might not happen. Tim wants but proof of the job application. That's true. Too. Yeah, then you, have get... to, you have to put Tim down as a reference <laughs> on the application. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> I'm a good reference. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm more than willing to accept this punishment. Well, I would hope so. You don't get a choice. <laughs> hey, I'd rather do that than watch three hours of The Bachelor. Honestly, I just wouldn't tweet for a month. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how, like, quickly people would forget. I, I would, mean, like, tweet enough to the point where if you went to my profile, it was down there, and then I would just stop. Yeah, I mean, Facebook is going to be... Mm-hmm. The one that's going to get hit. Right. Because he's going to, like, tag me in, in Harry Potter shit, <laughs> which you haven't done, I guess, lately. But Hasn't been showing up my feed. Yeah, that's good. Um, I definitely have one I'm leaning towards, but okay, we'll see. We'll get back to it. Let's talk about what... Uh, so, NASCAR next week, guys. Cool. Um, oh, and also, I have to write down Corey's punishment. Andy was disappointed in him. <laughs> Check. Done. Yeah, that's... Uh, that definitely makes up for the, for the bachelor. Does it? Doesn't review. doesn't like just hurt you inside that I'm just like deeply disappointed in you? It does. How come it works for a dad and a kid, but not for a friend and a friend? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll pretend I'm disappointed, Andy. If it makes you feel better, do it. It will make me feel better. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Just what's going on over there, Tim? Do better next time. I expect more from you, Corey. I'm asking my dog which one she likes more. Oh. And what's uh, Rory's vote? She hates them both. Can you blame her? No. <laughs> I like the little speck of hair on your belly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and by the way, they're both getting framed. We need more frames, and we need to hang shit up down <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you make an Ikea trip. I feel like they have cheap frames. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's talk about what we're drinking now. Um, thank you very much, Corey, for bringing this. I'm very pumped to try this. Uh, this is from Andy's Brewery that he is a part owner, part owner of uh, Fair State Brewing out of Minneapolis. Uh, this is the Mirror Universe Hazy IPA. Uh, it's a hazy IPA brewed with oats, wheat, barley, and too many hops. It's a 7.0 ABV. It is also uh, dangerous for women to drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. It's also so, got a badass can. The can is it's like awesome. Black mirror. Like, it reminds me of like when they hit hyperdrive in Star Wars, and like, I love that ride. You're like going through it on the can. I was going to go space balls when they hit well, ludicrous speed, but right for sure. I know what you're going for. <laughs> Come in the desert. <laughs> and we ain't found shit. <laughs> so I love that scene. This is obviously the other spirit follow, which introduced him to the hazy IPA trend. And I think they did that collab with a different brewery called Modern Times. Right. And Modern Times kind of specialty is hazy beers. Okay. I think they kind of did that because they wanted to like learn how to do them yep. and like start doing them on their own. So this year they did a whole thing where they're going to do a whole series of hazy beers and mirror universe was the first release of theirs and they've also made it most of them are very like either you can get it at the tap room obviously and they have some crawlers or bottles for sale there but this one they're actually producing and distributing the first one and i think it's kind of be like a new flagship for them yeah I find it interesting that this one has a different uh, 
can design than all their other stuff too. Right. All their other stuff has the, you know, kind of the, the same symbolic wrap. Yeah. Like the figure eight. Yeah. But um, like the Spirit Fall had a different design to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looked like polka dots and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I like this one. It's pretty um, good. It's oh. not as good as the Spirit Fall. It's not. It certainly beats the pants off of my new summertime beer that I've officially declared will be my summertime beer. The hazy, hazy little the thing. hazy from just because I know I'm always going to be able to get it. Right. And that's that's half of the key. It's still it's super juicy, and then it's got like a tinge of bitter on the back end. I would yeah. say. I definitely got grapefruit coming through on right. it. Right. I go four on this for sure. Like, What's our scale? Actually, yes. no. I mean, according to this, four and a half, great. Could drink just that and be happy. Yeah, four and a half then. Yeah, I would give this a four and a half for sure. I'll go 4.2. You know what's crazy is I'm thinking I'm going to New Alm on Saturday specifically to get this. I'm going to tell myself I'm going to go to Great Clips too, but I'm really going just so I can buy this. So, yes, you're going out of your way just to get this. Right. So I guess it's a five. Nah, I'm going to say four and a half. I'm reluctant to give anything a five. I mean, it's pretty good, right? Like nothing can be perfect, right? Like when I like for me, like a number five would be that summer when the when the Surly Extra Citra first came out, right? It when was. I was like stopping at liquor stores in like random towns to see if they had it, and then buying all they had. All they, they had, did. yes. Whereas I wouldn't do that with this. I'll no. stop, and if I see if I happen to see this, I might buy a four pack or or two. But I'm certainly not going to buy out everything they have. If it's, I don't know, like, I'd definitely buy, like, a case's worth of this. Right. If I'm going to go to get it. Right. But, like, when that Citra came out, I mean, I was stopping and buying. Buying them out. Buy, I was buying every every single four-pack that they had. I remember one time I stopped at the liquor store in Hutchinson and bought, like, 12 four-packs of extra Citra and a case of Hauenstein. That guy looked at me as, <laughs> like... You either like really good beer and you like really bad beer. And I had to explain to him that the Hauenstein is for cooking brats. Cooking brats. But. but like I remember that summer, like they had ran out like everywhere. So sometimes you could stumble across like a little liquor store and like they don't have a big craft beer clientele. So right. there'd be a few left over and you'd like buy them up. Probably what happened to you in Hutch or whatever. Yep. But I didn't realize it at the time. They'd just done a re release. And I stumbled across them in Spicer, and I was like, oh, my God, they still have so many left over here. And they, <laughs> they probably had, like, eight four-packs, and I bought them all, and I sent pictures to Corey, and Corey was like, and that was a dry time. There was probably, like, two months where you could not get any. We weren't any. finding it anywhere. I was down to, like, I mean, at one point, I had, like, 24 packs in my fridge of it because I was buying it everywhere I could, you know. So I bought him out, and I sent pictures to Corey, and he's like, you motherfucker, where'd you get that? It was just the I was, I was, stream of text that came through. I was through. ready to drive wherever. <laughs> to me, that's a five. To me, the only beer- In the moment, it was a five, for sure. It's In not a five anymore, because no, it's so readily available. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the only beers that I would ever have ranked a five would be that, and probably the Spirit Fall. Yeah. I mean, um, this is right up there with Spirit Valve for me, though. I mean, like right. if I would have had this first and then you took it away from me, this would have been a five. That's true. You know, just based on like, and that's like, why like I, you said, the readily availableness. I got another hazy here, and I think we should try it just to put like, I think helping having things in context next to each other helps. Yeah. Um, 
Because, I mean, I would put the... This is really cool. Crowler, too. The Surly Abrasive at probably Top like a... Fully seal. <laughs> I know, right? That makes me At nervous. like right around a four and a half. Um, Todd's probably a four. I don't get the... But so, I mean, a lot the of the beers Todd. that I really, really like, I would rank it as like a four. And then you got to be good to be a four and a half, and then very few are going to ever reach a five, in my opinion. Well, I don't get the Todd thing. It tastes like... I like, like the Todd. I do, too. It tastes like a lot of IPAs that are out there. It's a very, like, it's an IPA for sure, like, true and true. Like, that's what it is to me. On the same level as Mad Butcher. Um, Furious. Right. I don't think it's any better than Mad Butcher. And I like it, too. Don't get me wrong. I really, I'm not knocking you for liking it. I just don't get the, like, the obsession, like, Todd's the best, well, like, in your opinion. If, well, I think to me it's more sentimental because that was, I mean, Todd's been out for a couple years, and since then... Either a lot of breweries have caught up to it, mm-hmm. or you know there have been more. But I mean, nationally, I mean, you, I was reading stuff that right, agreed that sure. Todd the Axeman was it was getting like national press was like the best IPA in the country. Um, and like I said, it's very si- good. It since is. then, a lot of beers have have caught up to it. Brewers have caught up to it, or or even maybe slightly surpassed it. But so when I when I rank that so high, it's more of a sentimental thing. I mean, that's still if I see it, I'll buy it and. Yeah, and drink it. I like that better than the Furious. I, yeah, yeah, me too, for sure. It's better than Furious. Yeah. The only thing I don't like, about I do it like is, it better than Mad Butcher. Also, uh, yeah, to each his own. Um, the only thing I don't like about it is Surly's pricing system the is kind of garbage. The more alcohol it has, the more it costs. And sometimes you just want to get like abrasive, but it's like twenty bucks for four cans. That's a little ridiculous. I mean, that if you want to drink it on the regular, it is. If it's like a one-time specialty thing, no, sure. it's mostly just like. Right, but it's nine and a half. You're not going to drink it on the regular. Either. You're not, and I and you're not. I, I fully understand it, but like sometimes it's like okay, certain situations, like okay, let's say you're going to a wedding dance that you know is going to have open bar, and it's only going to be keg beer of some lager, like like Coors or you know something bland like that. So in the hotel room, you grab a few abrasives. Like pregame, basically. Right now you're okay. You know it makes other beers taste better because you're a little bit drunker than you should be, and that's. But why does it have to be almost twenty dollars for four cans? That's a little too too much for me. I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, they can charge whatever they want. It's oh, their absolutely. Product. They can. I'm sure it's what it's it, what they're putting into it. Like they could probably charge more for Citra than they do, but they. I just feel like the. Like, the process to make it can't be much different, you know? It does yeah, cost, the, cost-wise of materials going the, into a yeah, cheaper beer that The they ingredients make. are probably what drives the price up. Right. They're probably using, like, some kind of, like, special hops that are, like, hard to get and shit. Yeah. So blame InBev for cornering the market on hops. How do you... Um, do you guys know anything about beer making, like, the process of making beer? Like, how do you determine what's going to make a higher ABV in a beer? I'm not sure exactly yeah, how to do know. that. I, I gotta make my beer. I, it's just I came real close to doing it one weekend, and then I saw I just opened the directions, and they were like six pages long. I'm like, well, I'm I f- out. I feel like it's like how much yeast you put in there to like somehow, and how long you let it sit. And the sugar turns the ye- the yeast turns the sugar like it eats something eats something. The yeast eats the sugar, and that's what puts off the alcohol. So the more of that you put in, mm-hmm. the higher ABV it's going to be. Does that sound? 
Yeah, I mean, maybe we could get somebody on here sometime that's actually done it and that could explain it to us a little more. I kind of have, like, one contact I could get into, like, I don't know him real well, but if I saw him, I'd, like, say hi to him, that he would know a lot about. I, um, this is probably a conversation for off-air, but Probably is. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was talking about what I had to say. Now, I um, I don't know what you're going to say. Jack Pint, I inquired to get media passes, so I was going to say maybe we could just go around and... Oh, did you? Yeah, they didn't get back to me, of course, so I'm guessing we'll just have to buy tickets and interview people on our phones. <laughs> have you guys read anything about, in the last couple of days, the story about uh, genetically modified beer that no. they're making without hops? That sounds terrible, but no. No, I haven't. You know um, they can make meat out of They can grow meat in a lab now. That, for some reason, I'm okay with, but this beer thing, I'm not. Yeah, so they, they're coming up with a way to make these... Beers without, without using hops because obviously the hops are what gets expensive when, when you know like InBev and other big breweries are are cornering the market and making hops hard to come by. Um, so, uh, Luganitis is starting to use this. Really? Luganitis is that how you say it? Yep. Is <laughs> Luganitis fresh squeezed IPA or whatever they call it? No, that's the shoots. But they're gonna they're gonna make this uh, uh, forgive me. modified. What I say, <laughs> genetically modified beer w- without hops to to, and it's supposed to taste the same and have all the same effects. But they're just not using hops. The buildup is fabulous. That's, that's yeah. a great story. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you can make it taste the same and it doesn't hurt your body any more than beer normally does, go for it. I don't really care. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Interesting way of just exploring, what do they call it, molecular gastronomy type of thing? Yeah, so they... Yeah, men- that's what they call it. <laughs> what did you just say? Molecular gastronomy? Oh, yeah. They manipulated the brewer's yeast Look by, it up, by splicing in genes from mint and basil plants oh, as man. well as normal as well as from normal yeast. That sounds fantastic. That's what they how they created these fake hops for well, they could to just simulate the, to simulate the hop flavor. The last male white rhino just died and they're already they have ways to impregnate the female ones that are left so they can do just about anything i mean didn't they obviously i saw that story too there was one male and there's two females left right i don't know how many females are left i think i, re- I read two yep. are they past the age of reproduction obviously know. not so my guess is do they have like frozen semen from right this? why were they just jerking off this male constantly and trying to ai <laughs> the fuck out of these two females if there's only i don't know but three left some... in the entire world and they're like oh shit it died no like it's... i hope you have a fucking re- gallons of reserve of gallons. fucking white rhino semen R- rhino who's well, uh, you know, their, their attitude was probably like, ah, oh, last year. We'll fucking get to it later. Right? It's like, oh, shit, it Cecil died. Cecil just died. Let's focus our energy on being mad about Cecil. <laughs> oh, shit, he's dead. I mean, who's going to jerk off a rhino? Well, I'm glad you said my grandma listens to this. <laughs> well, as I said that, I realized that last night my mother and my stepfather said that they listen to every episode. They sure do. 
<laughs> My mom told Hi, me. Hi, Teresa. She tried listening to the Stolhansky interview. That she got about a minute and a half in, heard an F-bomb, and turned her right off. Aww. I'm like, we weren't even, we were, didn't have a single drink that, I don't remember swearing too much. No, and we weren't drinking because it was middle of the day. That's what I'm saying. It was a work day. Yeah. Like, I didn't have any beers. And, and like, I purposely didn't swear very, I don't think we swore really at all because he didn't. I, yeah. And then I thought about it. I'm like, why would we be worried about offending him with swearing if you've seen any of his well, movies? Well, I just, but. I remember off air, I told him so he doesn't ask. I go, you can swear on this because a lot of times they'll be like, yeah. oh, so, oh, can I swear on this? Right. And you don't want to slow the momentum. Right. Yeah, that was a fun interview. It was fun it was time. Fun. So, uh, hopefully, that's they, been Rhino Talk. Yeah, <laughs> gallons and gallons of <laughs> Rhino Talk. <laughs> <laughs> really, I don't feel like they've been doing enough diligence. You're right. They probably didn't plan. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're calling it these days? You know what they said when they were working on one of those gallons? Sometimes you got big grapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I can just see our ratings or our listenership skyrocketing next week. Oh, that's a, that's a best of right there. If we ever can't make an episode. <laughs> From Stolhansky to rhino porn. <laughs> OMG. <laughs> is that me? <laughs> no. Who is that? That's the moose soup lady. Who? You don't, you don't know the moose soup lady? No. Moose soup? Yeah. Come down Come later. Come down later for moose soup. I don't know what that is. Is that power trip? Uh, it was a it, lot of things, yeah. It was all over. It was a YouTube sensation. YouTube sensation? She was she was videotaping these guys from like her cabin or from her home. These guys were racing boats on like a river that went by her house, and so she was like videotaping, and one of them crashed, and she was like, "Oh my god, Charlie, is that you?" So she's like hollering, yeah, "Charlie, at this hey!" <laughs> and then she tells them, "Come down later for moose soup." Let's see, let's play it. Sure, why not? Uh, yeah, keep talking. Uh, I'm not familiar with this internet viral sensation. All right, so it's two minutes long. After this, we gotta stop. There's an ad. Of course, there's an ad. We're just gonna let her buck. La la la, skip. I think this is Charlie Huntington. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, like real yeah, race boats. God. And he just crashed. Check your passenger. Check your passenger. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn it. Is this a guy or a girl? Dirty. She's bitch. a hot one. Yeah, there was like pictures of her floating Fuck. around online. You guys are doing good. <laughs> Tom, hurry up. Is that Charlie? Oh, Richard Raymond. Oh, dirty son of a. Rooster Craven. Come down later for moose soup. I feel like this is a joke. Yeah. You guys come down here after. I got moose soup and everything. Charlie's a couple minutes behind us. All right. You guys are doing good. No, they're not. Son they just a... fell off. Hey, hey, I got you on video. That's my right here. Oh, no. Dirty son of a. 
OMG. <laughs> sounds like something I would say. Everywhere. That boat looks pretty Gee, cool. Raymond what kind of boats are those? Passenger. Huntington boats. Yeah, they're like. Gee, have you ever seen one on video? Before? No, but she they're got like, one on video. <laughs> they're like four feet wide and like Come they're canoes. Down for moose soup after. It's just a canoe? No, I mean you that's boys. what I'm saying. Describing it's a it. Canoe with a fucking like. Get it. Outboard motor on it. We gotta get that one. Get it. <laughs> How many packs of cigarettes a day does that lady smoke? Jenny McLaren, I want to say her name is. I don't. That is remember. correct. Jenny something. Jenny McLaren. And here's like one of our first soundboards that I'd ever made. The whole thing was. Come down later for Musu. Dirty bitch. That was freaking crazy. Omg. Son of a bitch. I can smell you. <laughs> that was like we made like ten buttons for the first episode. That OMG really does kind of sound like me. I you was were pretty excited about that button bar in the early days. Yeah, now it's just like annoying. Now making buttons is just like eh, I'm lazy. I don't want to do it. It's like you gotta play it on here, record it there, cut it, send it on the flash drive, bring it over here, import it. It's like pff, do it later. Then I never do it. That's all right. Unless you guys request something. I was going to say, you're pretty good about if I request something, then you're like, done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the first episode we did, you were gonna have, we were going to have my computer set up, and you were going to give me, we were each going to have the button bar. And then, we, and then we knew the whole episode was going to be nothing but us playing button boards. Actually, I think that's back we, and we forth. should revisit that idea. Bring a computer in. Have we'll, a button board off. Well, I mean, I got, we got inputs now. On your new board, Tim. <laughs> Tim is like a child on Christmas with that oh, new look board. look at this sexy thing. It looks... Uh, listeners, it looks almost identical to the last board. It's I'm sure it's different, but sl- looks-wise. Slight, um, slightly larger. <laughs> it is basically the same board, yes. <laughs> but there's more inputs, and it uh, doesn't smell like cigarettes, because it's not used. And it's... Uh, the paint is still on there. The other one had, like, everything was scratched up. Like, they had put labels on. Oh, yeah. They ripped the labels off before they sent it to me. So everything looks new, even though this is technically used, too. I bought this used. <gasps> there should be a, um, YouTube cover band called Used Too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that wasn't that funny, but when you said it, I was like, you too, Used Too. Stop. <laughs> right. I went to Marshall, Minnesota today. So, whoever was on the ones and twos on all stations from Springfield to Marshall, good work today, guys. I skipped all over and found a song. I only went like two and a half minutes with something I didn't like the entire time. That's always a good day. Right. So, you don't stream in the company truck? I do, uh, when I don't find anything good on the radio. Okay, so you do scan the radio first. Yep. Um, that's mostly because my trips are normally much shorter. Shorter. 
I don't, I don't normally go to Marshall. I'm normally across Springfield. That makes sense. And you don't <laughs> drive them same vehicles like you're not the only one using them. Right. Our so, Bluetooth is hooked up, though. So all of us, all three different drivers, all have Bluetooth signals when you hop in your truck. And, and does it start? So my Bluetooth will start playing. Like no, Not automatically. Mine does. Right. Yours doesn't. Okay. It will interrupt FM radio for a phone call. But that's that's it. You have to hit play on your phone, which I like, to see, get it to work. See, mine, if I, if I pull up, open the door, it shuts off, and if I go in, do whatever I'm doing, and, and when I go back out the car, start the car up, it'll pick up automatically to start playing right off my phone right where it left off without me even having to touch anything. Hmm, even web videos? Even web videos. Interesting. Okay, got to watch out for that. I'm in the market for a new car. So if I was, like, watching some... Uh, Netflix. Yeah, it would start playing Netflix in my car. Do you guys remember Eddie Griffin from the Timberwolves? Who was watching porn in his car and got in an accident? No. <laughs> this is probably, like... I was picturing Eddie Griffin. Late 90s? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, later than that. Probably around like 2005 or six. You think so? Pull something up, Corey. He uh, was watching porn and got hit by a train. And <laughs> oh, what kind of train? <laughs> maybe the porn watching incident was a different thing. And he actually got pulled over for that. But then how he actually died, I think he got hit by a train and was like, the only way they could identify him by was like his dental records, by like his teeth. You're like, oh yeah, it's him. And what was his name again? Eddie Griffin. Okay. Supremely talented dude. He was like so good at basketball, but he was just like fucked up as a person. But not the comedian. Not the comedian. Was he on the squad when you had Glenn Taylor over for dinner? I don't think so. Okay. He might have been, but I'm not 100% sure. He wasn't on the squad very long. I can't believe you held that story from us for like 10 episodes. <laughs> One time Glenn Taylor came over to my house for dinner. Back the bus out. <laughs> One time my dad went hunting with Pete Coors. Like from Colorado? Yeah, like of Coors Brewing. Yeah. Okay, really? No kidding. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was making a joke there. I, I just thought maybe Coors is a common last name. I don't know. No. Oh God! It was 2007 when he died. Yeah, 2007. I was gonna say it's the it was the season before I lived in the park. And he wasn't. Act- <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't actively playing anymore. He'd been waived. Right. I like that they call waving players waved because it's like, bye, bye, bye. Oh wait, Way. nobody picked you up. You're back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a different spelling, which is kind of also weird. Right. Uh, so you were correct. Griffin's body was, so he ignored the railroad warning and went through a barrier before striking a moving train. Yep. So like the arm was down and he like just went right through it and and he actually hit the train. Uh, the resulting fire burned Griffin's SUV and the side of a rail car carrying plastic granules. Uh, his body was badly burned and there was no initial identification, Dental records later revealed the man as Griffin. He had more than three times the legal alcohol limit in his system when he crashed, according to an autopsy report. Uh, the 25-year-old Griffin died of multiple blunt force injuries. So it's more than a .24. Holy crap. Uh, performed tests on his heart 
on bile and blood from his heart and liver and determined that his blood alcohol level was 0.26. The legal limit in Texas is 0.08. They found no traces of cocaine, barbiturates, or any other narcotics. Uh, it, yeah. Dwayne Casey said he had not talked to Griffin in five or six months, but knew that Griffin was spending the summer trying to get back in shape to play in Europe the next season. He was buried in Northwood Cemetery in Philadelphia and is survived by a three-year-old daughter. I mean, it's a really sad story. He was brought down by, like, uh, J.A. Adonde wrote that Griffin was brought down by a toxic combination of youth and money. Yep, for sure. And an addiction But to he porn. was already, that doesn't, he also had a different story where he got, like, pulled over, like, jerking off in his car. Yeah, it doesn't mention that. It doesn't, on his, <laughs> doesn't mention that on his Wikipedia page. Well, let's add it. Um, but he was already troubled, like, going into college. Like, he couldn't get into the college he wanted to. And then in college, like, he was just oh, always troubled. Here's a Deadspin article from 2006 that talks about it. Deadspin's a lot better source. At, la- at that time, he apparently... Uh, Timberwolf Center has been nailed with a civic civil suit claiming he caused a car accident while drunk and masturbating to a porn film. <laughs> When the arrest was originally made in March, Griffin told the Pioneer Press that the accident happened because he was reaching for a cell phone that had fallen off his lap, which is one way to put it. <laughs> it's worth noting, by the way, that the accident and the alleged self-fornification happened in the parking lot of a grocery store at 2.30 in Minneapolis. <laughs> it doesn't say if it was 2.30 a.m. or 2.30 p.m. One would have thought one could sell safe self-pleasure at that time in that place in, in one's vehicle. But Eddie Griffin forgot one thing. All right, so in 2007, the cell phone law was you could just be on it as much as you want. There weren't any laws in Minnesota yet, so that was his excuse there. But do you know how hard it was probably to watch porn in 2007? I mean, that was the first Well, this was actually in 2006 that this happened. The iPhone, in your car. The iPhone came out in 2007. He wasn't and watching was, it on his phone, though. He had, like, a screen. In that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He had to go out and actually buy, purchase pornography and pr- own pornography to watch it. It was probably a DVD that he threw That's what in. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, and probably an Escalade or something. So when I was driving to New Mexico this last trip, I... <laughs> What were you doing, Corey? Yeah. <laughs> I stopped at a, like a random truck stop in like Kansas. Or the buildup is fabulous. Exactly. In like Kansas or Oklahoma, somewhere, anyway. And as I was like walking back to use the restroom, I noticed that they had like on their magazine rack, they had tons of porn. Tons of porn. Yeah. I didn't the know. Truck stop. Yeah. But I guess I didn't realize that people still bought that stuff when. You know, I feel like actual porn stores and truck stops are the only place you can find porn these days. Like a gas station, probably not. Right. I mean, there's going to be a few gas stations here and there to prove me wrong, but I'm just saying overall, it's like those are the two places. I was just kind of surprised because I thought, you know, but maybe a lot of truck drivers have flip phones yet, so they don't have the access to right. it. I don't think they do. I'm related to a bunch of truck drivers, and they're all droid users. So, I mean, there you go. <laughs> But there's still I mean, a they, segment of the population that doesn't have yeah, well, smartphones not, yet. Not a lot, to be honest. Like that's a why segment, I, right? But it's it's less than I would guess five percent because go to a store and try to buy one. It's hard. You don't see them for sale like in cell phone stores. Um, I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, I mean, like 
I don't know. Even, my dad still has one, and he was a truck driver. Even like three years ago, it would be a common question for me when I was dealing with somebody for work. I would say, "Do you text?" Because if I had to send them some information, or if I, you know, if I was driving down the road and needed something from them, I would say, "Do you text?" Can you? And three years ago, I was still getting no a lot. Ah, I don't know how to do that. And now it's like it moves very quickly. No one ever says they can't text anymore. It moves very quickly. Like once once things start, like like I said, the iPhone came out ten years ago. Well, eleven years ago now, two thousand seven, and that sparked everything because the smartphone at the time was that BlackBerry that had the keypad on it. Right. Everybody had that. Now BlackBerry doesn't exist because they didn't adapt and come out with a touchscreen. Well, they did, well, but they it was did, garbage, junk. Mm-hmm. I will say. I think, remember like T9 texting? Yep. I think that's faster than a full keyboard. I don't. I could text way faster on my T9. If I got both thumbs going at once, like I'm so good at this new, I'm used to it now. It's like regular typing on a on a keyboard oh, for me. Uh, see, and I can't. On do, a, like a computer keyboard. I can't do the two thumb things. I don't know. My fingers are too fat or some shit. I can hardly hit the numbers right when I, letters right when I'm. Autocorrect is pretty good. It's Autocorrect pretty, is pretty that's good. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I know I'm spelling something wrong, and just poof, there it is. And I, there's this new feature I found that, like, you guys probably were like, yeah, we already know about that. But let's say... The drag one? Oh, okay, let's say, I oh my God. let's say I spelt something wrong. You just stomp your hands right here, and you can move the cursor. Oh, I did not know that. Right. That is sick. That what was a game do? changer. I did that like a month ago for the first time by accident. Because I'm always like trying to like right. tap. To get, and you can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't tap in between words, right? So you just grab a bunch of things at once and a, a bunch of letters just at stop. once. stop. And now you can move it wherever you want what? to. What? That's crazy. Yeah. Damn. I feel like everyone should know about this and nobody does. Because everyone I've shown, they're like, that's great. <laughs> That is awesome. It is great. Yeah. And, like, when you're typing out a note, like, I have um, some, like, I, I'll edit, like, iCloud docs on here, like, yep. Word ones. It's sweet because you can just drag it around your, just like a mouse. You can drag your cursor around anywhere in the document, not just text. Fan. That's built in. You don't have to do anything. Is like, that a plus that you have there? Seven plus. Seven plus. So let's talk off air. Land on it. <laughs> about phones, though? About phones. Hey, um, did you guys see that there's a new football league outside of the XFL launching The next Alliance year? <laughs> of, Amer- of American Football? Oh, rip it all you want. I am excited. Um, Why shouldn't it work? You know what I find strange about it is that it's Dick Ebersol's son. son. And Dick Ebersol was Vince's partner XFL, yeah. with the XFL. So, And it's weird that it's Dick Ebersol's son and his, he's partnering with CBS, which is why I think the, what is it called, the Alliance of American Football, that's why I think it's going to work is because they have a mainstream partner right off the gate. Because somebody was saying, well, we already can watch other football leagues like the CFL. Nobody's, like, tuning into ESPN on, like, the middle of August on a weeknight to watch that. But if you put it in prime time on Saturday night right after the Super Bowl, it's got a fighting chance, I think. And I'm excited. I'm going to watch it. I would say that its chances of being successful are on par with the chances of the XFL being successful. I don't – I'm not trying to be like – slim to none. I'm not trying to be like, oh, the NFL is going to get overtaken. No, the NFL will remain king, obviously. And it's not trying to compete with the NFL, though. It's just a different, smaller league. Yeah, but there have been so many 
iterations of this in Outside the past. Outside of the XFL and the USFL, what else has there been in Arena? America? Yeah, it's not real, but I meant like real football. What, what it wasn't mean? real football. It didn't have sidelines. The it had, European League. Yeah, NFL Europe. Yeah, but even before that, it was like there. the European League or the Global League or something. Right, where yeah. Moritz played Moritz Mexico Portman too? or whatever. What's that? Didn't they have Mexican football too? Oh, I don't know. Because no there idea. was an EA. Oh, no, wait. It was just uh, in Mexico, Madden is different. That's why. Um, I find it curious that they're <laughs> like going to launch a year before the XFL. That was planned. That's the. That's why I'm wondering how long it's been in the works, or if this is something. It's been that, in the works for a year, they said. Yeah, and they just now announced it, yeah. Which is. <laughs> but they've got some former NFL players on board already. Jared Allen, Heinz Ward. That's um, what you got to do it like how Ice Cube did the Big Three for basketball. Yeah. Like just get all the old guys, like make it a. How many senior, leagues are there? A senior league. Successful. There's a lot of overseas leagues right now for basketball. Oh, why so many. There, why isn't why do you guys automatically like no 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 football no. You and there's so many other leagues uh, because, for baseball because too. and hockey. Because NFL is truly an American sport, right. right? Like whereas all them other sports are played around the world. Okay, NASCAR. There's a whole bunch of auto racing. Yeah, they drive cars all over the world. Yeah, but there isn't circle track racing. Outside of the U.S., but there's tons of it in the U.S., just ovals. Yeah. There you go. That's another example I'm trying to say that you... Well... NASCAR, like, oval racing is an American thing. The the Formula One thing with all left and right turn, that's Europe, that's that's China and Russia and all that. I think the difference there is that people go to the Redwood Speedway... Because they're going to see people that they know. No, I'm not just saying that. There's there's also touring series that go on tarred, uh, tarred, not dirt tracks, that are also just oval tracks. They'll like Arca, like yeah, the American. Yeah, I know what Arca is. The, um, uh, I don't know. There's other stuff besides NASCAR, is what I'm saying, and that's other successful series like, like. USMTS, United States Modified Touring Series. That's another one. The World of Outlaws. The um, Tony Stewart's company. What is it? The All-Star Circuit of Champions or something like that. They tour all over the country. And those aren't local people. Um, this is, I'm just saying that I think there is going to be a second football league, like a spring league, because they keep trying, and it just it's more and more lately. One of them is bound to stick, and eventually it'll get bought out by the NFL as their official D-league. Because all these players want to make it to the NFL, right? That's the main goal, because the NFL will remain king. Yeah, um... I do think that there's a difference between going and watching an ARCA race and going to watch, say, the XFL or the Alliance of American Football League. Um, if I was into motorsports, and and I, I can't give you the reason why, but if it's I... It's like w- a subculture, like, yeah, if I was camaraderie type thing. And all of a sudden... Because it's all the same people who are, like, super into... World of Outlaws was coming like, to Jackson or whatever. I'd it's be like, like hobby 
ramped up. Let's go see this. This will be awesome. Right. Whereas I'm not going to go see a, you know, uh, uh, whatever this little amateur football league they got around the area is, you know, the South Central Minnesota Hogs. I'm not going to go to their game. I'm, I love football, but I'm not I mean, going to be like, let's go to their game. New, New Ulm has a hockey team. We, we talked to Drew Steele today. Whatever Wilmer's, Wilmer's got a hockey team. The, right. Yeah, and people in Wilmer love it. They go to it. That's but what that I'm doesn't to mean at. that it's going to catch on on a national level on national if TV. If you have a program in your market that is shown every week, it's eventually going to hit you, and you're eventually like you're going to notice, just like you are with this podcast. If we just keep going, <laughs> eventually people are going to please notice. people. <laughs> That's my logic there. Well, right, and I think on that level, we're talking that the South Central Hogs. Football team has fans that go is, to the game. Slightly different because the it has Wilmer TV Admirals money it. have hockey, have local hockey fans that eat right. it up and go to them games. And they also don't expect to like be on TV and like no. But this is why I'm saying right. this is second tier. This is like D two versus D one. It's going to be televised nationally. That's and, why, I and think that's it where I think it's going to fail. I think, I think, right. If you're expecting that to like, well, they're doing it a little bit differently, though. Banking on ad revenue from like national TV, they're like, not. As, they don't. They're not taking TV timeouts, TV ad breaks. They're not. They're saying every game is going to be done in two and a half hours. They're trying to do things a little bit differently and just speed football. That's going to be a lot more. How so is it going to be split screen sort of stuff? And how are they going to make any money? I would assume, just like in NASCAR. So they're going to take ad revenue, right? They're going to take ad revenue, but they're not going to like just go away for a TV timeout. Like that's what they said at their press conference. Yeah, but they're still going to have to rely on ad revenue, and if nobody's right. watching, they're not going to sell any ad revenue. You know what? Watch it. But why? What if the product sucks? Yeah, well, you got to find out. I, I mean, know. it is going to suck. It's, it's lesser football, but it's not just... Right, so what I'm saying is when they're trying to put that on... You know, they don't put ARCA on national TV. It's on CBS Sports Network. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with one football league that lasts, like, you know, September to... Right. February, you know, if end it, of January. If like, that's I, good enough for me. I don't need more football. At that point, I can go on to... Then I'm getting in, okay, basketball crunch time. And then from there... Baseball season starts. Like we can shift into sports. I don't. I'm not that diehard football where I need to be like football, football, football. But like, all the time. a lot of people are the only like a lot of people only pay attention to football as their one sport. They only play fantasy football. They don't play fantasy other sports. Fuck, I'm playing NASCAR because I don't want to pay attention to like <laughs> hockey and all that other and basketball and all that stuff because I don't care about that as much. That's right, but if I lived in like Richmond, Virginia, or Des Moines, Iowa. Or hell, even you know Sioux Falls, South Dakota, whatever. And we had a cut rate football team playing there, you know, for the Alliance of American Football or whatever it might be. Yeah, on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> I might be like, "Hey, kids, wife, let's hop in the car and go down to the stadium and check out this football game." But I'm not gonna spend my Saturday afternoon. Watching it on TV when I live in, you know, okay. somewhere different from where there's a local team. Right, but somewhere along the lines, NFL had to take with you. That's how you became an NFL fan. And I'm just saying that I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see if it's any good, you know. 
there's there's football that you avoid on Saturdays all the time. And maybe this will be just like that, but sometimes right. it's fun like, as hell to watch. You can't even need to watch college football and college basketball. It's like a hard product to watch. I kind of like following it from afar, like basketball, like being a part of the bracket and shit like that. But like actually watching it, I won't really do because the product is not as good. The it, level of competition is not as good. It, you're right in that the competition level isn't It as ain't good, the pros. But... It's more fun to watch because if there's five minutes left and a team is down by 20, they still somehow come back to win. Like, that happens in college. Like, every weekend some team does that where you're like, oh, my God, how did this happen? That's just because there's more games. I mean, I'm not saying they're not going to get a niche market in where they're at. Right. But if, are they going to be successful on a national level? I think they're doing I the right thing it. by starting out small with eight teams. That's smart. You're not going out and be like, let's do 16 right away. It's a short season. It's like 10 weeks or something. Plus, football in general has issues with just, like, health reasons. Yeah. Like, uh, people don't want to play it because they're going to, like, end up, like, uh, Junior Seau, you know? Cost, yeah. I don't think that's accurate CTE. when there's, like... CTE. CTE how, is huge. How many colleges are there that have football teams across the country? Four, five hundred, fifty men people. Or 50-man squad. No, the, you don't even have a cap on your rosters on there. There's like 100 m- people on a team in college. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. So uh, what is that? Like 50,000 people playing every week? So I don't think there's a shortage of people necessarily. It's the quality of play. The D1 people. For sure. You're saying that, that they're running out of people. No, I'm for saying health I'm reasons. long-term. Once yeah, you get like into like kids. professional leagues. Yeah. I mean, like, and, like, and, and it's, yeah. it's proven that like – Starting at the high school level, numbers for kids going out for football is down compared to 10, 15 years ago. And this is what I'm saying, like, the league you're talking about, like, they got, like, Jared Allen, and I was like, the oh. Guys they, from Barstool they, invested. They should make it, like, um, the big three for the NBA where they're getting all these retired people. But in the NBA, you don't have to worry about being concussed all the time. Right. And, like, whereas old people in football, you generally have to worry about your health. We're in, like, basketball. We like watching – we can watch, like, 45-year-old ex-NBA stars play basketball still, and it's kind of like we have a relationship with them. We and they're playing them against play. other 45-year-olds, so the competition level suits them. Right. And they don't have to worry about how it's going to affect their long-term health other than, like, I their I watched knees. the championship game for that. It was – Is this a real right. thing? Yeah. Oh, the big three is, like, real. It's a three-on-three basketball league of, like, retired NBA, NBA players. Right on. Well, is Zerbiak play? No, nope. uh, but he's, I, on TV, he's on TV for college basketball. But if all of a sudden they were going to have a six-on-six six flag football league for retired NFL players, that would be more exciting. But I just don't know if I would watch it. Flag football would be more exciting to watch than tackle football. Should we start a summer Pilsner podcast league, like do it on the driving range at the golf course or sticker field or something? A flag football league? Yeah, we'll do like an eighty-yard for adults. Yeah, I mean we'll put a keg out there, of course. And- <laughs> Just like it's the because I can't hit a ball, otherwise I'd play. You are worried about running a five (laughs) k, but you think that you're gonna play flag football all summer long. I mean, you need every team needs a a bench rider. I mean, have you heard about golf? I just I suck at all sports. (laughs) But you want to play football? (laughs) Sure, let's start a league. Sure, let's do it. The Pilsner League. Oh Jesus! It's all just to make awareness of our show. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, then maybe we should just wear Pilsner Podcast T-shirts when we run the 5K. Yeah, I got something else planned. Yeah, no, I'll probably do that. Um, Yeah, you haven't had a... Hold this back, Corey. What are you talking about, Andy? Which one should we go to? Should we go to this one? Sure. All right, hang on. Ready. You're liking the oldies lately. I don't know. All right. So I finally got around to seeing the disaster artist. You did as well. Yep. Now we can all talk about it. Andy saw it. Oh, yeah, he saw it a long time ago. He might not remember everything. I mean, I saw it, yeah. Yeah, that was... I'll definitely say this. Um, if you're going to see The Disaster Artist, it's very good, but see the room first. Otherwise, you'll say, The Disaster Artist, this is weird. I don't get it. Yeah, probably. That's probably correct. I think the room is required viewing if you're going to see The Disaster Artist. I mean, I totally agree. It's basically like an hour and a half long SNL sketch, which if you don't get the reference in the first place, right? it's just going to be like, this is weird. That's how I feel. James Franco was amazing. He's totally amazing. We still don't know where he got his money from. We still don't know where he's from, <laughs> how old he is. Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the end when they did the scene, like the scene by scenes. Yep. That was the best. Oh, yeah. My favorite line in the entire movie was when they were at the screening for The Room, the premiere date, and... Whatever behind the scenes character that Seth Rogen played, like he was like a director or something, assistant, whatever. Yep. Um, there's that scene where uh, Tommy Wiseau walks in to the flower shop and she goes, Oh, I didn't recognize you with those sunglasses on. <laughs> Who the fuck wouldn't recognize that guy? <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite line in the whole movie. Um, <laughs> I liked at the very end, did you see the clip from the movie that they cut out that had Tommy Wiseau? In it as an actor? No. So I'm it was glad like, they cut it out though. He sucks so hard. But it was pretty. It was pretty good. It was pretty entertaining. Um, and so that was good because you know he made that deal that he was only going to let them make a movie about it if he could have a part in the movie. Well, then they put him in the movie, but then they edited him out of it. Oh, they cut him. Yeah. Um, have you guys seen his like Joker audition tape? That's where I got this from. Yeah. No. I <laughs> I would go see a Batman movie. Yeah, with him as the Joker. Yeah. I think it would take a long. It'd be like an extra ten months to film. His terrible <laughs> acting would He's play so perfectly into so the craziness of the Joker character. The only thing is, is that I'm actually legitimately. Ex- I don't like comic book movies hardly at all, but I am excited to see Joaquin Phoenix channel the Joker's early. Uh, how the Joker went insane. They're doing that side project. I was not aware of that. Um, they're doing a movie where Jared Leto's still going to be the Joker in that series. They're splitting the series up, and they're making this like origin story of okay. the Joker and uh, how he went crazy and how he got to be how he is, and Joaquin Phoenix is going to play him. That's interesting. And I like Joaquin Phoenix enough to be like, yeah, this is going to work. The only... Yep comic book movies I really dug were The Dark Knight, and it was just The Dark Knight, not the one before it or yeah. after, and Kick-Ass. That's it. <laughs> Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass is so good. <laughs> the rest of them, it's just like, yeah, good guys are going to win, bad guys are going to lose. We get it. I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, cool special effects, whatever. So, uh, before we go further in your rapid fire, do we want to talk about this 
our final sample beer for the night. Sure. Uh, this is from Spotted Dog Brewery in Mesilla, uh, New Mexico. Um, I stopped in there the one day just to kind of check it out. Their stuff is not out for distrib- distribution. The only place you can get it is at their tap room, uh, and this is actually a white stout. So they used um, decaffeinated coffee beans instead of regular coffee beans. You can taste the coffee. And then they only they only used had the coffee beans in there uh, for twenty four hours. Hmm. So you get a real stout taste uh, out of a what looks like just a regular. Uh, I'd call it an amber. Yeah, maybe. Maybe an it doesn't amber. look like a stout color wise. God mm. no, it's not. I mean, it's definitely see through. Looks like a brown ale. Uh, not even. No, it's I mean, it looks like a, a Coors Heavy. I was gonna say like a grain belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a little bit darker than that, but yeah. not much. Uh, We're splitting I, hairs here, but right. I, and the coffee on it, the nose of the coffee is. I really like this. It's pretty good, Tim. It it's it's a it's a beer. It's You're not, definitely it's beer. I like because it's not super duper bitter, but you still get that coffee flavor. Right. I just don't like coffee, especially on the nose. I feel like if I liked coffee, I would like stouts a lot more. I can't stand coffee. We got a uh, guest that came in the studio. What do you think of it? Delicious. Yeah, it says like, delicious. I think it's. I would probably rank this a. Where's our list at there, Tim? Can you hold it up again? <laughs> I would give this a 3.5, maybe a uh, 3.7. Holy crap. That's exactly where I was going to put it too, Corey. 3.7. I'd give it a will not finish this if I didn't take such a small amount to begin with. Well, I tried to. He just doesn't like the style. Yeah, I don't like. I don't care for it. Uh, I'm very open to keep trying them. That's good. Something's gonna hit, but as of right now, nothing has. And I'm very open minded as I want to like them, and that might be how it happens because I didn't like IPAs at all until I was forced one night to. That's all. I, all that was available, and I'm like glad that night's over. And a, a week later, I'm like. I kind of want that taste again. I'm a, and I ended up buying a pack of Furious. I'm like, oh, this is great. Now I'm totally sucked in. And maybe that'll happen. I mean, I bought this when I saw the white IPA or white stout on right. the board at the, at, the, at the tap room. I asked the, the waitress, you know, about it. And she explained it to me what it was. And I thought, well, maybe this will be something Tim would, Tim would like. So I... It's the coffee that throws me off. Yeah. I'm going to get another beer. It does have a much more stouty flavor than I expected it to be. I kind of, based on what she explained to me, I expected it to have like a a stout light, I guess, sort of of flavor, but it's really good. I mean, I'd call it a stout light. Yeah, possibly. I mean. Particularly me. I mean, I've never had a stout like this. Right. I've never had anything like this, but it's It's great. not, Not popular. No, you do not see this. Like, I've never seen this before. I've never even seen it before. Like, I don't know if there's another brewery that's doing it. Well, I think someone should be copying someone. (laughs) I mean, everything else in the brewery industry is, like, copycat. 
Um, yeah, this is definitely something that like should be out there for sure. Cause this is a lot of stouts, like especially going into them, first couple sips are good, but by the end, you're just a little like, uh, I'm just like done with this. Right. This you're not. You can have a couple of these for sure. And the smell is just the smell is almost as potent on the nose as any like a full flavor. But it doesn't have the sure the mouthfeel as like a full it's not as thick right as you know your full stout. It feels a little more sessionable than what a regular stout would be. Right. Do we know ABV on, that, ABV on this? Uh Pretty good. You have to look it up. It was like 7.4. I actually looked it up and, and printed it off, printed off a page on it uh, from Untapped. I went to the I went to the uh, Spotted Dog website today to to get the write up on it, and they actually took it off tap last week. So they didn't have any more write up. So they didn't have the write up on it anymore. But uh, um. That place was a cool little vibe. It was a, a, a small place. wasn't any bigger than this room. What town was it in? Masia, which is kind of like a... What su- is that Spanish for? Uh, the seeds. The, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, like, I guess you would maybe call it like a suburb of, of Las Cruces. Okay. Why don't you finish um, that up, Corey? That's like the old city. Yeah, we'll finish that up. We'll split. We'll go, go, go for it. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, you know, peanuts on the floor, burgers type of vibe, and then they had about you know six different beers on tap, and and it was uh, it was a good time. It was uh, I, I basically went there because I wanted to ch- check it out, but I I needed to get out of my hotel room for an hour for housekeeping to come by. Oh my god, you were just hanging out in your room that long? Well, I was that was like a paperwork day. I was trying to get paperwork done. Do you? Okay, so how long are you staying in those hotel rooms? Two weeks? Right, yeah. yeah well, like ten, 10 nights is usually what it ends up being. When I do... Yeah. How long do you let the... Yeah, when I do a hotel room for the weekend, do not disturb all weekend. Always. Even though they don't make your bed, it's fine with me. Really? Yeah, it, it's... For like two days? Like, I don't clean I'll my have, sheets for two days. Like, it's I'll, fine. I'll have like a laptop hanging out. I'll have maybe I'll bring my Nintendo Switch or something. I don't want them touching my stuff. I totally agree, Tim. Maybe I'll have an iPad out. That way you don't have to use the safe and learn how to use the safe and all that stuff. The only thing is... So you guys leave. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Maybe that stuff's out there. The only thing is um, if it's just two of us, there's always... You, I find that there's more than... Or often enough, there's usually like four towels per person. Right. So two towels a day, you're fine. You see... You got something? No, go ahead. Vegas, after they're shooting, they're implementing things now. Hotels are starting to like do new protocols. And the one podcast I listened to was like, it's all about insurance, really. But they... You can put the do not disturb on, but every 24 hours, they're going to check on your room regardless. Well, I mean, if it's law, it's law, I guess. It's not law. It's about insurance. I 
will typically like the I'll let them come every day, make the bed, take the garbage out. Yeah, there's hate, nothing wrong with that either. Like, I hate I, having my that. bed made in the first place. Oh, I love having a bed made. Me too. I oh. sleep better if I get into a bed that's made. That's terrible. I think I make the bed around here about once a week. The only thing that pisses me off is that, like, if I hotels, get into a made into a made bed, the first thing I do is rip out every fucking sheet that's well, in there. I don't, yeah, those, I don't like that where they like so when hard they, in, between the, <laughs> in between the mattresses. Yeah, I don't. The, we don't do that at home. And sometimes use that's, your microphone voice. We don't do that at home, so that's like the thing I hate is how they tuck like the top sheet and everything like under the mattress, so you get in there and then you can't move. I, I, I like walk around and like pull all that out from underneath the mattress but it's nice coming back to the room at the end of the day and the bed is made and the garbage has been taken out the right. dishes are done yeah i mean it, and that makes a big difference if you're really keep like that's your spot for 10 days right for sure because you're not you're not on vacation so you're not eating at at a restaurant every night you got shit laying around burger wrappers and stuff like that yeah right that i understand that completely different situation there yeah, than so like a two day weekend stay. Yeah, for for pleasure. Right, yeah. right. If it was one weekend, I was <laughs> fifty years old. <laughs> if I was one weekend, it would be the same thing, you know. <laughs> then it would be they don't need to come and make the bed and shit like that. But um, when I am on the road for work, then it's typically like I'll maybe skip like one day. Yeah, you know. But then the next day, I'm making sure that. They're they're that, well, I'll make sure that they at least like them? grab the garbage. Uh, um, always, always, always tip housekeeping. Couple yeah. a buck or two. So I get it right. I figure like a buck or two a night. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. What's like standard, or what's what are we? You know, like with a waitress at the restaurant, it's like fifteen to twenty five percent. So housekeeping right. is what. I always do a buck or two a night. Yeah. And so if I do a whole weekend and I'm there, so I'm there like two nights, I don't let them in. At the end, I'll leave them like four or five dollars. Okay. You know? Yeah. And I'll typically. But if I'm letting them in every night, if I were there, I'd do like a buck or two a night. I'll usually leave, if I'm there for like 10 nights, I'll typically leave uh, a 10 about halfway through and then leave a 10 at the end. You know, I don't leave a dollar or two every single day, but couple big tips throughout the trip See, we always do at the end. yeah and sometimes i will do that just do it at the end but sometimes i feel like if i do it halfway through then they yeah, realize i mean that how many times are you on like a work trip where you're there for 10 days right right you don't right exactly and i always do it at the end too what if i'm on a weekend the only yeah. thing you run into with not doing it every t- every night is they have different staff right but you what figure you all, over the over the long days. run that's got to even out yeah you're right Right? Yeah. And I can say that... Uh, I don't tip. I, I've never <laughs> even thought of it. I'm like the only... Like, it's weird. There's so many things you should be tipping, and I'm just starting to learn that, and I feel so bad. Um, I didn't know you're supposed to tip the people who cut your hair. Yep. Yep. And I still felt weird about it, so I just didn't do it because I was always paying with a card. And it finally got to the point where somebody had a square system... And they're like, tip option, I just like make up for all of it, and I hit the biggest one. <laughs> it ended up being like a $7 tip because it was percentage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was ready to give you like $15, but I guess 7 <laughs> I mean, the, the person that cuts my hair, um, I'll tip her. You guys have people? Oh, yeah. I, I got to find a person. I go to the same person for my hair. I got to find a person. Um, 
this this one the the latest one that I found I found thanks to Andy. Um, You're welcome, Corey. Thanks, Andy. And I've been going to her for probably a year solid now. And before probably almost two years, probably almost two years, yeah. And before that, I had been going to the same person for a year, and then she shut her shop down. And you know what's crazy in this town? Um, if you look in the classified section of the newspaper, it's predominantly split down the middle of classifieds for just running ads for businesses, construction companies, and haircut places. Yeah. There's about, not exaggerating, 13 to 15 places to get your of haircut each. in this town. And I drive the New Ulm. <laughs> I'm... I, I find it so odd. Like, uh, I, I, I'm not actually. I can't. Go I've got. This. We need a barber. Not, not yeah, barber. there's a rundown barber. That's. I've got nasty colics in my hair. That, so like, I like to find the same person. That way, they know like how my colics lay and stuff, so they can do it. And I'll tip her usually a pretty standard amount on the normal, but like. At Christmas time, I'll tip, like, my last haircut before Christmas, I'll give her a bigger one. And then, like, just, like, two weeks ago, I was in for, or a week ago, I was in for a haircut, and I knew that she was leaving on a European vacation, so I tipped her a little more on that time to just, I don't know, you feel like you treat them people well, and they're going to, you know, they're going to treat you well in return, you know. Um, Whereas if someone were to offer me a tip at my job, uh, which has happened before, I don't accept it. Yeah. So some, that's why I say some industries, it's, it's weird. Right. My, my theory on tipping is I'm not tipping. If, if, if this is somebody I'm going to see on the regular or a place I'm going to go on the regular, I'm not tipping for the experience I just had. I'm tipping for that. They're going to remember me the next time I come in so that. Right. Planning ahead. You know, you're supposed to tip your mailman at Christmas time? Yes, for sure. Yep. Well, I don't. I don't well, think I've seen my mail person once, but I would rather tip my UPS guy because he works hard with my Amazon Prime subscription. Yeah, I tip my UPS guy at Christmas time. <laughs> I don't and I don't him. think maybe personal residences vary as how, but like if you have a business, you're definitely supposed to tip your delivery man. Yeah. And now, like, Especially a business that requires like a lot of deliveries. Right. So, yes. do you tip on a regular basis, or do you tip at the holidays? Holidays. Um, valet. You should always tip the valet guy. I always tip the valet. Never had a valet. I always tip the valet <laughs> guy when I'm dropping the car off, and then a smaller tip when I'm picking it up. I think you're supposed to do the bigger tip when you pick it up. You guys are well, so fancy. That is the norm, but uh, I've I've learn from other people that you're actually better to do it the bigger tip before the bigger tip before because then they take better care of your car. Don't take it on a joy ride. They take better care of you when they bring the car back, et cetera, et cetera. That's why I said my theory on tipping is that you're tipping for the next time these people are serving you, not necessarily for the I I never like if I go to a restaurant and the food is bad, I don't like take it out on the I don't leave a lesser tip because of that. The wait, the wait staff did not cook your food. Exactly. You know, if my wait, if my service from the wait staff was garbage, I'm still going to tip her, but I'm probably not going to tip her. Oh, if it's garbage, I don't. I've got a pretty standard tip that I leave regardless, and then if you're really good, then that's you know, that's when you're going to get the the better tip. I, I like, don't tip less because you did a bad job. What about like tonight? I went to a place and I called my order in. And my order in and got takeout tips. 
yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes when people check me out, certain people at this establishment, I give them my card, they swipe it, and they say, thanks a lot, see you later. And some other people hand me the whole thing to sign because it has the tip thing on there. It's sometimes there isn't a tip thing on there when I'm signing it. Like It's like they can choose to put that on there or not. Whereas um, I didn't, all I did was call it in. Ten minutes later, I came in and picked it up. It's almost like a drive through You don't tip McDonald's workers. I... Well, are you going to tell me you do? No, I don't tip McDonald's workers. If they had a line, though, you would. Or if they had a jar. No. I tip at Starbucks and Caribou. They, they don't have, Starbucks doesn't have a line. If you run a credit card at Starbucks, they don't give a receipt to sign with a line. And no, they don't have but tip they jars always out. have the, they'll always have the tip jar out there, and I'll throw a buck. Not at a lot of them, they don't. Well, they don't anymore. Yeah, they were going away from it, huh? See, I don't. If they have a tip jar out, I'll usually tip them. Um, it would be nice if companies would just pay a nice living wage and. But in that right. sense, I'd rather Stop tip the barista that's actually making the coffee than the person that's taking my order. Right. What about? Like, but I would assume at them sort of places. But then, I mean, then are you willing for tip. all of your costs to go up 20%, 20, 25%? Okay, well, what about Andy, this, though? When you go over to Wisconsin, they work for $2 an hour. That's it. Oh, yeah. So you better tip. You're talking about strip clubs. <laughs> no. Wait, staff. That's yeah, all yeah I, I know, I know. Wisconsin. I mean, and that's part of the thing is that I worked in the service industry as a bartender uh, for a long time. So I definitely. If anything, I'm an over tipper, probably. Yes, I mean, especially me, for this area, on? I will. Good enough. We'll figure it out next week. I will not hesitate to leave an overly generous tip if I got really good service. For sure, you know, like you said, with like you have a bare, like bad service is like a bare minimum, and then and good service, even that's going to be fifteen, ten, twenty percent right. bad service, and then. Good service, you're doing like 25, yeah. maybe 30 if it's like amazing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Before we get out of this, what about like at places like Buffalo Wild Wings where you, someone seats you, then someone comes and takes your drink order, then she comes back and give, takes your food order, and different people come out and give you your food, and then she comes back and gives you the bill. If that's the way the business is operating, I'm assuming that they're splitting tips. Yes, they're all sharing. I'll say this. I worked minimum wage at a restaurant, and... I think, I want to say that I got 10% of the waitress's tips because I was in the back. Didn't really bother me. Like, I mean, I was making, minimum wage at the time was like 6 or $7, I think. But as long as you get hours, like, I don't know. I not, once worked, or. I felt weird just getting, like, a person would come, like a waitress would come up to me and be like, here you go, and give me like $12. I'm like. Oh shit! This was split. You know that guy got twelve. That guy got twelve. Holy crap! You made like you know three four hundred dollars tonight in tips. <laughs> so when I was bartending, um, I could make pretty decent tips. Um, I worked for three different owners. Corey, at, just the tip at the same sta- same specific bar. Um, yep, yeah, and there was there was one owner that. For whatever reason, that place was busy and crazy busy on the weekends, and it was easy to make a couple hundred bucks in tips on a night. Right on a weekend. On a we- on a Saturday night. Yeah, I wasn't making that on a Wednesday, on right, a Tuesday right. or Wednesday. But right. Um, later on, though, you know, as the 
And it wasn't just that was that bar. I mean, just the bar scene in general across Minnesota changed, you know, as as drunk driving awareness and DWIs and smoking bans and everything else changed. The bar scene definitely definitely changed in the rural towns. So my my tips went way down, but the one thing you could always count on for a good tip was pull tabs. You know, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. If you sold somebody a two to three hundred dollar winner, you were probably getting a twenty dollar tip out of that person. Yeah. With Which you the, never expected, or with the exception well, over time, of one you... specific customer that used to come into Wanda all the time. Can I it, guess his name? Sure. Tell your story first. So he would come in on a fairly regular basis. He wasn't like an every single weekend sort of guy, but he was a, he was a regular enough that we knew him by name. Uh, we knew what he was going to be drinking for the most part. He would change it up once in a while. But he would always come in and order just a shit ton of food for himself, half of it eat there, half of it to go, and then he would dump hundreds of dollars into pull tabs. And that son of a bitch would hit like a $500 pull tab winner and take 50 to to 100 bucks, walk back to the kitchen, and tip... The cute 19, 20, 21-year-old girl cooking his food. Was his name Steve? Yep. <laughs> With her hoots <laughs> hanging out. And then I wouldn't I get... At, I worked at that bar, too. And then, I wouldn't, <laughs> and then I wouldn't get a single tip. I wouldn't get a dollar. So I'd sit there and serve him drinks all night and sell him pull tabs all night and do all the running around for him. And then he'd go tip the tip the girl cooking his food for him because he thought it was going to get him laid. Sometimes he thought he'd he buy, could tip the girl. Sometimes he'd buy a hundred at a time. Yeah, pull tabs. Yep. He's the guy that you teabag his drink, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, but most people were pretty good. You know, if they hit a big pull tab, they were tipping me. Um, you know, and then a lot of times, you know, you could make good money on a on a busy night with, you know, in in. 2001, 2002, when karaoke was freaking huge and DJs in bars were huge. If you had a DJ or a karaoke or something going on in a bar, it was easy to clear 200 bucks in tips that night. Karaoke. There was a DJ in Morgan. Karaoke. Last weekend. Was nice. there really? Yeah. Nice. I didn't know that, like... Bar was packed. I had a guy... Not just touch Facebook him. messaged me, like, a week or two weeks ago... Asking if I knew of any DJs in the area. Oh no! Oh, because you he knew because you. I used to do yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I I don't know anybody that does it anymore. Like right. everybody that like we used to have like our little circle of like yeah. somebody would call me and I would say ah I'm booked that night, but try so and so and you know vice versa. And now I don't know a single person that. And you were running on CDs, and then eventually laptops. Yeah, I was one of. I I ended up. I started on CDs. Had the six disc cartridges, or I would just pop in the entire cartridge. Um, and then transitioned everything over to computer, and you had free laptops you found in a dumpster. I remember you told me. Uh, that's kind of the story. Yeah. So my buddy worked at Schwann's. And Schwann's was up, updated all of their computers. Yeah. And were just, like, giving away the old laptops. So my buddy was like, do you want one of these? I was like, yeah. So he gave, he got one of them laptops that Schwann's was discarding of. 
and and gave it to me for nothing and then that was what i mm-hmm. the only thing on it was my was my d you know mm-hmm. djing program and all the music was stored on there and napster tunes yeah. and then he'd literally carry like a tube tv around I literally carried like a tube tv around for karaoke <laughs> yeah on a podium that snap yeah. snap weber made for me yeah <laughs> The Jesse Berg, Berg Jesse Berg fucking broke. broke. The TV. <laughs> Good times. Wanda was a blast back in the day. It was a blast. Was. I had I gave a breathalyzer in Wanda one night voluntarily. So to the cops? Yeah. So we had been there day drinking, like or not necessarily day drinking. When they had the for one summer they had the kickball league. And we yeah. and we went over there for kickball on some random night and we had Are that was you like, on my team Corey? No, I don't think so. We were the, the We were undefeated until they put the All-Star team We were undefeated until they put the All-Star All-Star team together to beat us in the championship. Still bitter. Um, anyway, so we'd been drinking like over there playing kickball and whatnot and I knew I wasn't drunk, but the cop was like posted up like a uh, half a block away from the bar, kind of waiting for people to leave. So I walked down there and, and made small talk with him, and I said, so uh, can I have a breathalyzer? He's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I I want to go home, and but I don't want to get in my car and have you follow me out of here, and, and then you give me a breathalyzer and I get a DWI. So I'm wondering if you give me a breathalyzer now, and I passed, then I can get in my car and I can drive home. Right. He says, ah, I'm all out of I'm all out of the mouthpieces. Oh. Well, then I can go. I right? said, Well, I guess that means I can just go then. And he's like, Well, I don't know. Well, okay, I tried. So I started walking away. And I think he realized at that point that I was just being serious, you know, like wasn't like trying to mess with them or nothing, just like, hey. And so he comes rolling up alongside me as I'm walking back, and he says, uh, I think I might have some mouthpieces in the back. <laughs> All right. So he gets out and gives me a breathalyzer, and I passed. I, I mean, I knew I wasn't over the limit, and I passed, and I said, okay. I said, so now if I get in my car and go, are you going to, are we cool? He says, yeah, go ahead. So I... <laughs> Got got back to the bar and I said, "Okay, anybody going in that direction and wants a ride, hop in." But I'm going home and I got in my car and drove right past him, waved to him, he waved back, and away I went and and no problem. But I think he really thought that I was trying to mess with him at first. You right, know, walking, yeah. That's walking. a weird thing to yeah. You, cops don't get asked that. Yeah, that's why he was a little skeptical. Yep. Yeah. That was back in the day when, when Redwood County was giving out DWIs. Left and right. Left and right like crazy. I had just The shared, second they lowered the from point one to point oh eight. Yeah. It was a shit show. Well and for a, for a couple of years there, Redwood County was giving out more DWIs per capita than any other county in the state. I mean, I, yeah, I remember hearing about that. And then I just I just shared with you like a couple weeks ago, like the two thousand seventeen numbers were released and it was like astonishingly low how many DWIs they gave out last year. Like less than it was less than twenty, wasn't it? Less than less than a dozen. Yeah, but uh, look at a bar Friday and Saturday night. That's right. what I'm saying. Like that's why I said the bar scene has totally changed 
from back then too. Like, I mean, I drive. I got two bars in the town I live in, and on a Saturday night at ten o'clock, I'll drive down, and one bar will be shut down, and the other one will have three cars outside. Yep. And they used to be even in small towns in rural Minnesota. They used to be hopping. Sanborn on a Saturday night used to have the Legion, the Roost, and Tom and Jerry's, and the street would be packed with cars, and people would just hop back and forth. And that was, what, in the 90s? 90s, you know. And then 15 years ago, the days when I was bartending and DJing in Wanda. In Wanda. It was Wanda, for those who aren't live around here, Wanda is a town of literally... Like 80 people. 80 people. Like... Is it that big? I would have guessed 40. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe it's 40 people. There's nothing there, but there was two bars. There was two bars across the street from each other, and they would both be packed on any given weekend night. Right. Southside was always better. Yeah. Of course. For for our age. Oh. For sure. Was that the deal? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I remember a lot of nights when... Uh, Chris and Robbie own Southside yet? For sure. When I mean, on a Saturday night, you couldn't walk through that bar. No, it was like it, shoulder to shoulder, and you were like fighting your way through the crowd. And I cannot remember the last time I was in a bar, whether you're in rural Minnesota or whether you're in the metro. You know where you're in a bar like that. I mean, maybe maybe at like Tyler's bachelor party when we were at like Sneaky Pete's and stuff like that. I was gonna say that. Sneaky or, Pete's or no, Poorhouse. Chad's. Was it Chad's that we went to the city? Yeah, I wasn't for? at Chad's. I was like, Sticky, we weren't at Tyler's. Tyler's, we went to Boji. Spirit Lake at Okaboji. Remember so, that cheeseburger, Corey? That was an amazing cheeseburger. <laughs> Damn. So Andy and I had the most amazing cheeseburger ever at like some street fair in Okaboji on the weekend of Tyler's bachelor party. Everyone else was going back into this other bar. Were they going into a strip club? No, it wasn't a strip club. Or just we were a still bar. in Okaboji, but it was like super slammed, like it should be. Yeah, and you and I were like, I'm I think hungry. they're selling burgers down there. <laughs> <laughs> so we like ditched everybody else and went down where they were like wrapping up this street fair. And there was like a food stand there, and, and they were selling burgers. And I said, Can I get a double cheeseburger? And the lady looked at me like I ordered in Chinese. Yeah. She's so like mad. She, she's wrapped up or what? No, no, no. Because she was like trying to figure out what a double cheeseburger was. Oh, boy. She's like, so you want two cheeseburgers? I'm like, no, I want like one bun, two patties, two pieces of cheese. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, a double cheese. Like, remember that? How she was like yep. confused as to what a double cheeseburger was. And they finally figured it out. And it was the most amazing. It was the best burger I've ever had in my life. It was amazing. Like, I want to go back just to get that burger. But I don't even know if it's possible. I don't know if they could replicate it again. We'd have to find, like, the same, like, nonprofit organization that was running the food stand that night. Right. (laughs) It was amazing. And we, like, walked back. And then we, like, everyone else was, like, the bars were closing then. And they were, like... Going to the falafel sand or whatever was being sold. You guys don't even know what just happened down there. And they were like, everyone was like jealous and like they were starving to death. And we're like, well, we told you guys we were going to get burgers, so you should have followed us. All right, hang on for a second. All right, so we are back. Um, 
Great stories. Good We've re- covered re- everything. Gonna reel us into him. Yeah, we've uh, covered Andy. everything from masturbating rhinos to burgers <laughs> at a food stand tonight. I thought we were okay. Tip whatever. percentages, what you should tip. <laughs> yeah. Tip guidance, people. Yeah. I, you know what? I even I'm gonna save my idea for next week. I have I got something good. Um, so, Andy, you got a decision to make. You can't leave here without a new profile picture. Um, I. I mean, I'm going with the shirtless one. Really? It's not even a choice. Really? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I really wanted it to be the other one. All right, let me text that to you. See, Andy, where's the other one? Yeah, it's it was Corey a long story. We did it already. It. The beard's not real. So I photoshopped the beard onto that. Hang on, we're on the air. <laughs> People have heard that already. All right, so Andy, it's coming your way. When you get that, uh, you can't leave here without it. And you got to keep that sucker on for a month, which is Saturday, April 21st. At at noon. noon. (laughs) Unless I apply for a job. Never. Nope. We said we'd talk. And then you got to put Tim as the job reference. Yeah, we'd talk, we said. (laughs) Maybe there's a a sign production facility in Springfield that you need to apply Uh. for a job at. So you oh, can change can he your make profile like a picture. Huge banner. <laughs> That's you, you guys. We are. <laughs> he said he'd throw it in for free. We're getting a banner of. All right, so we should have that hanging in your backyard for our listener party that yeah, we're going to have currently, which is a great idea. I still want to do it. I just realized I was in my backyard today. Oh crap! I have a big. I need to get like a deck built. Yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> um, so everybody on Instagram and Twitter can go to at Andrew Jacoby and see he's now currently changing his picture to shirtless and drunk and cutting his hair at 3 a.m. Uh, if you're friends with him on Facebook, you're going to see it because, I don't know, everybody's going to comment. On you this. send it to me as well. You <laughs> sent it in our group text, so I will. Is your girl going to be mad at this? She's come to accept that Andy's just Andy. Are you talking about my girl? Yeah. Oh, she's going to be... Yeah, I'm real concerned with Chrissy, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't explain the anger she had to me that morning. So why are you picking this so one? So I've already... Because this one is worse. At least this one's funny. This is just, like, They're both weird. Funny. This is weird. They're this both is funny. Just funny. I agree with Andy. That one's funny. That one's weird. <laughs> Like, oh, I'd rather be known as funny than weird. Because if you if you don't know the if you don't know the backstory to that other one, it's just weird. Right. Like it looks like Andy it was trying to be a European actor. It looks so bad. It looks so bad. He looks no. bad. He looks like a European porn star. And I thought it was like a glamour shot from back in the day. Well, I'm framing this and hanging it up in the studio. I was so hungover that day. Will I'd you autograph that one, Andy? Yeah, can you? <laughs> I'll get a Sharpie for next week. I'll make sure we have a Sharpie down here. All right. So is Bobby going to be upset about the shirtless profile pic? Yeah. Or is it going to be, oh, Andy. It'll be an oh, Andy. Yeah. Nothing will compare to the anger she had right. the morning after the haircut ends. I mean, for like six months, your profile picture on Facebook was you passed out on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm waiting. I, I mean, and look, at my, look at my thing. current Facebook profile picture. Is it the like St. Patrick's Day one yet? Yes. Yeah. 
Of course, there's that old photo of you like with the corn cob in your face sleeping on your couch. And no you updates, like yeah. untagged you, yourself in that one, so like he's like I had enough of that one. <laughs> so like I'm no, not willing to do with that anymore. <laughs> I don't even remember. What Dang! Oh, have you changed them all or changed what all? What are you talking about? Instagram, I mean, Twitter, I and Facebook. I one. I don't even know how to do this shit. What? I don't know how to interact with my phone to make this happen. Oh, give it here. I'll save the picture to your photos, so then you can go and upload. I already saved the picture to my photos. Okay. Chill, girl. Jeez. Damn. Do you know how to use the yes. programs? We could probably end the podcast now that you're doing this. How about Jorge Polanco, Corey? Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Do you buy his excuse? That he didn't know that he took it? Right. Uh, no. Do you buy that... His performance upticked highly in the second half of last season because he was using steroids. It's uh, okay. now get the Twitter probability, high probability. Uh, what do you think of our replacements for him? Uh, Eric Ibar, uh, Adrian Zana, Adrianza, e- Ray Adrianza. Twitter. Yeah, uh, and. Hot rummer is that the Twins are possibly going to trade for Jerickson Profar, which, which that's just rumor. That's nothing. That's nothing. Nothing's going to come of it. But it, like four years ago, I would have been all over. Like, yeah, go get him. Um, but his numbers are basically garbage. Yeah. So, who is your preferred replacement of those three? Um, some combo of Instagram, please. Some combo of Escobar and A-Ray. A-Ray Gianza. Like yeah. 40 games of each. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right. Guys, don't get too in deep. Mix and we match. got a, a hard 10 p.m. out. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's 9.57. <coughs> okay, keep going. So, we yeah. Threw us off there. So, Polanco was suspended for PEDs. Um, I hope that if Sano does not get suspended for being a pervert, then that a combination, like you said, of Escobar and Adrian, 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 I can't even say it. Adrianza. Adrianza, uh, would fill the role for 80 games. I'm so mad. Do you like that combination come the playoffs then if the twins were to make the playoffs? Good enough with it. You wouldn't make a move for a better shortstop? <laughs> you got to give me, I don't, I don't know, who's a better shortstop and what do we got to give? All right, you're good, yeah. man. All right, at Andrew Jacoby on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The picture is now up. Take a look, everybody. Thanks to all of our beers and uh, <laughs> thanks to all of our... <laughs> <laughs> thanks to all of our beers. I meant like the breweries uh, will post their links to their stuff on Facebook. <laughs> In, on social media, and I don't think we had a sponsor this week. So if you want to sponsor us next week, and here is talking about jerking off rhinos and uh, the best burgers in the world out of out of uh, Spirit Lake, hit us up on social media, and we'll be glad to sp- accept you as a sponsor. Rates are reasonable. You're a rich girl, and you're gone too far, cause you know it don't matter anyway.
You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's a bitch, girl, but it's gone too far. Cause you know it don't matter anyway. Say money, money won't get you too.